0: Good morning, and welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J, and welcome, welcome, welcome to our podcast station. If you haven't already, please follow and share our podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. So listen, guys, I had a lot on my mind, and I was thinking about, um, Mental abuse in our Black community, I think that um, it's something that should be on the hearts and the minds of the people in our community. So my today's topic is, is there a thin line to being submissive and mental abuse? Now for disclaimer purposes, I'm not a professional, this is just my opinion, So um, I just kind of wanted to dig in. I had a situation a few weeks back and then I've seen another situation here recently and it was couples and um, it bothered me and it got me to thinking about mental health and the struggle in our Black community and how we don't talk about it. So I did a little bit of research, and I did find out that 4.1% as of 2022 of African-Americans, they were the only ones that were receiving any type of mental health um, care from a professional. And it was kind of disturbing because... We've gone through a lot, we've gone through COVID, we've gone through senseless violence um, across America, especially with the George Floyd thing, I think that affected our community greatly. And also in a personal opinion, I feel like um, we kind of just do what we are accustomed to doing, what we learned. A lot of our behavior, is learned behavior, whether it be from home, whether it be family, uh, friends, and what have you. And I know for me, I grew up where if it didn't kill you, it makes you stronger. And whatever goes on in the house stays in the house. And, uh, you know, we live in a different world today. We live in different times. And healthcare is actually out there, great healthcare, that our great President Obama put in, into place during his time in the White House. So I feel like we don't take advantage of um, the opportunity that we have. Myself, you know, when I was working at my my last job, you know, I had health insurance through my job, but I had to leave that, that job and... And so I visited the health markets and found out you know we got better health care through um, the health markets than I actually had at my job. so you know it, it has plans not just for physical um, uh, physical um, stuff but also for 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 mental health and, and that's something I think that we need in our community but Anyway, upon, you know, my research, I did research from Cross River Therapy as well as the Harvard School of Medicine. And they gave me 12 things, 12 signs of whether you were in a mental abusive relationship or you, you yourself was the abuser. So my question to you guys is. Can you tell the telltale signs of mental abuse, which leads to physical abuse? And um, I guess I would say applying to married couples, because married couples, we kind of live under a different umbrella. We made a covenant with our mate under the eyes of God versus just being in a relationship. And it's a boyfriend-girlfriend type of thing. So with that being said, here are the 12 signs that were listed. And they start off like this. Number one, purposeful humiliation. Unreasonable jealousy. Controlled behavior. Verbal insults. Physical force. Unpredictable mood swings. Picking faults alienating your friends and or family, placing blame, manipulation, calculated outbursts, and belittling your mate's accomplishments. So after reading this, it got me thinking, have I ever been abused or have I been the abuser? And I can definitely say looking back from the age of when I was able to start dating to my current situation now. In the past, yes, I was abused mentally. Not abused physically, but abused mentally. And it got me thinking, was I an abuser? Because on the list, it says picking faults and verbal insults. And as we all know, when you get upset with your mate, things can go left really quickly, and you can say something that you don't mean, and it is an insult, and you can put each other down, whether it be male, female, or just being in the same-sex relationships. I've seen, I have some friends that were that were, and are in same-sex relationships, again, Uh, I thought mental abuse or physical abuse was real just with a woman and a man. But it really gets out there with them as well. I mean, they have the same effect. It affects their life the same way that it does a man and a woman. So I got to pondering, you know, my past and... Not for nothing, I'm not going to bring that into the conversation because I don't want to, you know, put my business or anybody else's business out there, but I got to thinking about the recent events that I saw over the last last couple of weeks and, you know, thinking about my past and I thought it was something worth mentioning. And also something to put out there, you know, to give you guys something to think about, in, in your current situation or in in past situations like was I the abuser or was I was I being mentally abused or its something that you could possibly be going through right now and just don't realize it and we have to as the people um especially being responsible for your life we have to teach people how to treat us. We have to teach people how to talk to us whether it be your mate whether it's on your job or whether it be a family member that you love because you know mental abuse is real physical abuse is real and nobody wants to talk about the realness of how one small word can lead to your your mate putting their hands on you because you never know what anybody's mental status is. They can be the sweetest person in the world when it comes to your relationship and loving you. But at the same token, um, you can push a button. We all push buttons. You know, even in our marriages, you know, we get into arguments. I know a lot of us want to say that we don't, especially if you are in a relationship like I am and Christian values are very important to me. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that me and my husband haven't had arguments. We've had arguments. We've had tiffs, to whereas it went left really quickly. The difference between us is we are able to come back and apologize to each other and You know, my husband accuses accuses me of this all the time. I don't like to apologize. He says, I don't like to apologize. But he's quick to recover for apology. And I did notice that in myself. And I made up all types of excuses that I was going through mental pause. um, You know, that was causing mood swings and different things like that. Because I just didn't want to admit that, you know... I was wrong that I said something to get up on his under his skin purposely, because at that moment, whatever topic we were talking about, he pissed me out. And I think we all have those traits in us. So, you know, basically, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, there is a fine line of being submissive and mental abuse behavior. And if you recognize it in yourself, starting today, start to try to correct some of those behaviors in yourself, especially if you're a married couple and especially if um, you want to keep your relationship intact. On the flip side of that, I can say if you are just dating and any of these things that I've listed, Like unreasonable jealous, controlling behavior, or verbal insults, that is definitely not a way to start out a relationship. And if you're starting out your relationship with somebody humiliating you, or jealous all the time, or picking at your faults, or you find yourself um, not wanting to be around your friends or your family members... Or they're always placing the blame on you, on why y'all got into an argument. Um, That's telltale signs of run. I would say run. I would say keep yourself open to meet other people. But you definitely don't want to get into those type of relationships if you're not married. On the other side of, if you're married and you're going through those things, then your mate shouldn't be doing those things to you. They shouldn't be saying they're saying things to you. They shouldn't be getting unreasonably um, out of control with jealousy or rage or uh throwing verbal insults and and getting physical with you that's not okay and it's not okay to to be in a relationship like that it's not okay to feel like that you can't go visit your girlfriend or or your sister or your brother without them calculating your every move your every step or even being on the phone with with a friend or a family member without them somewhere Lurking to see what you're talking about. And if you're a stand-up, honest uh, person, male or female, you're going to want your mate to have inner, other interactions with other people. Because sometimes in relationships, you need a break. That's why God gave us all individual footprints and handprints. Just because we're married. The Bible does say that we are joined as one when we get married, but we also are individual people, and sometimes you need a break. I'm not talking about the type of break where ladies, we're out there shaking a tail feather with our single girlfriends acting like we single. And the same applies to our fellas out there going to the strip club with your single homeboys. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a break in as, in, for instance, I'm going to lunch with my girlfriend. And we're going to have some girls time and we're going to chat it up. That type of break. So when you do come back into the home, you're refreshed. Your man might be refreshed as well to get because that gives him time to sit back and watch the game or whatever he he does in his downtime because as women we are chatter boxes and our men don't care for that chatter as much as we like to chatter to them chatter to our female friends they don't want to hear a lot of that all the time, especially when you you guys are married and living together and and so forth. So, you know, with that being said, um, it was heavily on my mind. Uh, There there was a situation where, you know, I really feel for the couple and I was kind of on the fence about the couple and I was starting to really, really get angry with the young man and I had to stop myself because the young lady was she was an abuser too. She really was. And she was not only abusing you know, her man and abusing herself but there are children involved. And that's another thing. I mean, mental abuse opens up a large range where it affects everybody. It affects friends, it affects family members, and unbeknownst to you, no matter how small your children are, it affects them too. Somewhere down the line in their teenage behavior, in their adult behavior, they're gonna reflect on that. And also, there are gonna be traits if it's done consistently, that they're going to carry around with them. So, with that being said, you know, like I said, it was bothering me. And I really wanted to tap tap into um, just being aware of if you are in a mental abusive relationship, uh, if you aren't in a, a mental abusive relationship, but you think back on some of the things that you've said to your mate or your husband or your, your wife. Um, be mindful because we never know what somebody's mental status is. And also, you don't want to push that person away, but you also don't want to push buttons that you can't deactivate. Somebody could be as cool as a cucumber. And good in the community's eyesight, but you never know what goes on behind closed doors. So when you start pushing buttons and saying things verbally, physically, attacking them with insults and, and monitoring their every move, you never know how a switch or a light bulb might go off in their head. And in and, and, and some forms of that, we could call that bullying. And we can call it bullying, bullying, mm, I can't talk, um, on both sides of the fence from a female and a male. But to my ladies, I want you to beware, especially in marriages of what you say and how you say it. And if you really think about the list that I read out to you at the beginning of the show and something stands out to you, whether you're doing it or whether your mate is doing it, think about your situation and if the situation can be improved and if it's been going on for some time, you may want to think about getting some professional help and getting out of that situation. To my young girls, as I said before, if you're just dating I don't care if it's been for a month, a week, or a few years. You have to establish your place and teach people how to treat you. Now, mind you, everybody is not teachable. If you're experiencing that as a younger female, leave your options open for God to bring someone into your life. That's going to add to the value of you and not mess you up mentally or physically. So with that being said, I don't, you know, I really don't, I have so much I can say about this topic. And when I was thinking about it, I did some research and I had a whole list of things that I really wanted to say about each 12 signs but I didn't want it to come off as commercial I wanted to come off uh, authentic my true values and belief because I said transparency is what I wanted to bring to my listeners and it's a, it's a whole lot that I could really say about it but I, I definitely wanted to bring awareness to the topic So that we can be aware of the people that we surround ourselves with. And when I did get to thinking about it, I thought about it in the form of a man and a woman. And then I started thinking about it in the form of doing it to family members, doing it to it it affecting our children And I said, this topic is so broad, it would take me longer than my 30-minute segment to really tap into it. So if I can do nothing else, I can give them something to think about, something to um, ponder over and see how it, it, it relates to them. And in the same sense, empower our Black community and especially our black women and I do know there are national hotlines out there that you can use if you are in a mental or physical abusive relationship and you want to get some help to get out of them I will say this though I will say if you are in that situation and you want some help, don't go to a family member. Nine times out of ten, your family member and your friends have already noticed the changes in you because one big one that stands out is withdrawal. You don't want to be around your friends and your family members because you don't want to show that you are going through something or you don't want to show your mate to be the type of person that he and she he or she really is. So we we kind of cover that up. And I said that to say this. When you get family involved, it gets even messier and someone gets hurt. So for nothing else, seek professional help if you are going through this. Don't no matter how much you think that friend or that family member is about that life. Just think about it. If it goes left somebody could end up getting hurt. Your loved ones or VI, the person that you're trying to get away from. I do have um, a 1-800 number to the National Domestic Violence Hotline And it is 1-800-799-7233 or 1-800-799-SAFE. So you can get help. And for those friends that want to help someone that is in that situation, do not, and I repeat, do not try to go to their aid. But instead, give them the information. And just be a supportive friend when that person that is being mental or physically abusive to them is not around. Maybe you can get through to them to help them make that phone call for themselves without getting yourself involved in the situation and and getting yourself hurt or getting that that person hurt. Excuse me. Because I do know with the mental abusive people or physical abusive people when they feel like you're taking that loved one away from them that they have manipulated and per se programmed to the way that they want them to be they're gonna be mad that you overstepped your bounds and came into their relationship so with that being said you know If you do want to help that friend or family member, I would say do it from a distance. Make sure that you do it when they have some alone time because their brain is already scattered. They're already scared whether they're going to tell you they're scared or not. And I know we as women, we try to talk that tough talk in front of our friends and family members and say, you know, girl, I ain't worried about him, but behind closed doors is a total different scenario. So, you guys, be safe, especially my black women. Be mindful of what you say to people and what you put out there. And if for nothing else to my young girls and my older women, teach people how to treat you. If you want to be treated good, you teach them how to treat you and how to talk to you. Nobody deserves to be talked to or mistreated or handled in a certain way, especially if it's not bringing positivity into their lives. And if you have gone down that list and you see some of those characteristics in you, but you know you love your husband or you know you love your boyfriend, switch up and bring some positivity into your life and be the first one to beg that person pardon and work on yourself and try to do better at you know being a light in your mate's life. Versus tearing them down. Um, this week I was in Proverbs, and I've been in Proverbs for about a month now, and a lot of it talks about the power of the tongue and how we should navigate in in life. And it was just so much that I read that actually, you know, applied to me. I started writing some of those things down, especially about the power of the tongue. And one of them, one of the things that was said was a foolish woman tears down her house. And for me, that is for my my married women um that are in relationships. Just be mindful of what you say to your mate and 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 as well as the men be mindful for, to what you say to your woman, because some things you just can't take back. You can't take it back. And it does mess with both parties mentally. And to my women, our Black men, they go through a lot, especially if you have a good Black man in your life. They carry the weight of the world on their shoulders trying to be a provider for us and take care of the things that they need to take care of to walk through this life as, as men because they don't want anybody to uh, bully them and they definitely want to be able to take care of their woman in every situation that we go through. They want to be the provider. They want to be able to stick stick out their chest and, 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 and protect us. So, um, just be mindful if you do, you know, know someone that is in that situation um, be a guidance for them be a beacon of hope and you know listen to this this segment again and write down the 12 things that I listed in mental abuse and see if they apply to you and if they apply to you and you're their abuser change your ways or, or leave that person alone If they apply to you and you're being abused, get out of the relationship. Get out of that situation until that person seeks professional help for themselves and and can be a a better person for themselves as well as be a better person for you. Again, to my ladies, Proverbs 29.11 says this. A fool vents all feelings, but a wise man holds back. We, by nature, are chatterboxes. Be careful who you're chattering to, whether it be a friend, a girlfriend, family member, or what. That's my time, guys. I love you and ciao for now. I will see you at our next episode, or I will talk to you at our next episode. Be blessed. And if you can't do anything else, give someone a kind word, but a hot meal goes a long way. Ciao for now.